Siri, set timer for 15 minutes. Okay, your timer is set for 15 minutes. Hello, my name is Stuart Hackley and welcome to The Nug. Today's word is pants. Um, so yeah, I am exceedingly, exceedingly nervous and actually I'm going to minimize my audacity window here because seeing the sound waves move is freaking me out. Uh, so thank you. I'm assuming that y'all have listened to the first episode where I kind of explained the concept and I will fully disclose to you now that I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Um, the concept seemed interesting a couple days ago, but now that I've forced this constraint on me myself and then my first topic is pants, I'm wondering, holy shit, will this be even remotely listenable? Um, so the way that this topic came to be the topic for today is that I was explaining this idea for a podcast to somebody at my work last night and I was trying to illustrate uh, what it was going to work like and I was like say for example that the topic of the episode was pants and then I was just like oh fuck the topic of the episode is pants so <laughs> so now I'm here I am faced with the topic of talking for 15 minutes about pants and I actually do have a little bit of a reason for this. Um, the reason pants were on the mind, so to speak, is that I got into a dinner conversation uh, with several of the students I work with about pants and about the cultural history of pants because I'm a nerd. Um, and it, I guess like this starts with like, I thought it was really funny when I was like a teenager in like in my you know early years of college that um, like, like there was a, a, a pants divide, so to speak, in ancient history. Like, I, like I learned that, um, like, horse riding nomads from Central Asia were some of the first people to wear pants, and that, like, as they moved into Europe and into the Roman Empire, that pants were something that were associated with barbarians. So, you know, nineteen-year-old history nerd Stuart thought it would be very funny to call anyone who's wearing pants a barbarian, especially when he was drunk. Um, the, the novelty of this joke has worn, worn somewhat over the years, but I do find it interesting, uh, the sort of the cultural divides that are sort of defined by clothing. I mean, you, you look at, uh, so, so first of all, this sort of civilized, uncivilized divide, um, as relates to pants, like does carry across time and across different civilizations. So for example, um, the sort of Confucian elites of Imperial China, uh, sort of demonized pants as like you know the, the type of clothing worn by like the the rough and tumble uh, uh, barbarians of n northern China and Mongolia and places like that but then of course you have periods of history where the people that wear the pants uh, take over you know they, they, they ride in on their horses and they can use a bow and arrow on a horse which is arguably sort of the most effective military tactic in history and they ride in and they take over and all of a sudden you've got yourself a Chinese emperor that's wearing some big boy pants um and then all of a sudden pants are in and robes or whatever are out um and then there's also obviously cultural importance to pants in our world today like uh you know there's certain um like not so much anymore but there's there's certain uh cultures in which young boys are not aware, allowed to wear pants until they come of age. So there's like, they're literally wearing like knickerbockers until they reach like 12 years of age. And like the coming of age ceremony involves like the bestowing of pants, which is, I don't know, like, I don't know about you guys, but like, that's very funny to me. Like, you know, like I just, I, I you know, as a sort of like 
a cultural sort of white man from America who like you know basically like the the the, the, the closest I came to like a a uh, culture that was like taught to me as being something to be proud of was like pretty much like that one Coca-Cola commercial with the polar bears that comes out around Christmas. Um, so I don't I mean I never had any sort of like ritual associated with my coming of age and I'm so always a little bit envious of cultures like uh, uh, Judaism that that do. Um, but I would fucking love to just like if, to, to, to like my moving into young adulthood to have been marked by like being able to wear like you know a garment that goes all the way down my legs because guys like shorts are cold you don't want to wear shorts all the time. Um, but anyways, I digress. So 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 there's an age component when it comes to like the wearing of of, of garments on your lower half. I mean obviously there's also a feminist component. Um, uh, the, the the sort of the wearing of pants and pants like garments by women has historically been very controversial um and, and and pants signified something something about the access something about access to power access to certain types of activities i mean i remember you know i'm realizing as i talk about this that maybe this podcast should involve me doing research instead of me talking about like half remembered bullshit from like 10 years ago but um but like I know that uh, bloomers, which are, you know, let's call them what they are. Let's call them half pants. But uh, bloomers were sort of clothing that came out around the end of the 19th century that allowed women to like do things like ride bicycles in a way that like enormous dresses did not. And that's extremely empowering and also frightening to people. And again, I'm the type of person that just finds it very funny that anyone would be frightened or intimidated by pants. Um and yeah, so so I think like, so this got me thinking, right, about sort of the cultural role of pants in today's society and like my own sort of cultural association with pants. And the, the, the main thing that came up for me was uh, jeans. So I wear pretty much exclusively jeans. Like I'm talking like literally every day. Like I have my sort of sh shorts sojourn like in the summer months sometimes, but like I wear jeans literally every day and have for as long as I can remember. And like, and, and like, I, you know, like a lot of people, I hope like a lot of people, I don't really have like that many pairs of jeans. And, you know, I've gotten into the habit as I've gotten older of wearing my jeans for a pretty long time, sort of, I guess, out of a misguided attempt to, not have them lose their indigo or whatever like you know I, I i this isn't interesting but like when i was younger i think i would wear pants like once or twice before washing them because i guess like i just thought they were like regular clothes and at some point someone was like oh no 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 that's mistreating jeans like you know you need to wear them for longer and like i didn't need much of an excuse to like wear the same garment for like a week straight uh so that's kind of the model i've shifted to is i have two pairs of pants and i will sort of wear them week on week off um, and it's like, it's like kind of gross. Well, okay. Back up. So, so like speaking of the cultural associations of genes, like my understanding of the history of genes is that they were eventually invented for workmen and that like, you know, this material, which I have experienced is very sturdy is primarily meant for, yeah, just, just heavy work. And, and they're meant to be able to sort of like take a lot of, 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 abuse and then like sort of like a cast iron pan sort of like develop character and resilience as a result of being exposed to 
you know, mustard stains and the like over time, or, you know, I guess like genuine workmen have things that are coming into contact with their pants that aren't just mustard. But anyways, um, I've always felt a little bit of guilty pleasure at my wearing of jeans with my extremely sedentary, nerdy lifestyle. Like, it feels like I'm breaking the rules somewhat, like I'm being a little bit naughty. I mean, I'm reminded of a Mitch Hedberg joke about Gatorade, which I will not try to recount here, but basically he says, you know, all, all the advertising revenue for, for Gatorade is like focused on like how sporty it makes you. And it's like, what if I'm just thirsty? And like, just so you have a glimpse into the type of person I am, I literally started drinking Gatorade because of that joke. Cause I was like, you know what? Gatorade is good. Like I'm going to just own it. Like, you know, I don't do any sports and, but like, I still want to sweat that orange and green stuff. You know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, so, so when I wear these workmen's pants, like, you know, these sort of artifacts of a bygone era of like mining and manual labor, um, I, I feel like I'm culture bending, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm like, oh, look at me, like wearing these jeans, like these extremely resilient garments to like go like sit at a desk and look at social media and um but like you know jeans do suit my life my lifestyle and by my lifestyle i mean like my habit of uh not really taking care of myself or the things that i own like you know it has become sort of in vogue i think in recent years to talk about the proper care of jeans and this idea that um well, you're not supposed to wash them in the washer for reasons that I have to remember. Um, but, but like, you are supposed to spot clean. The idea is like, oh, oh, like, I would never, I would never put my jeans through the washer like a peasant. Like, instead, I, like, um, you know, clean them by hand, like, when something comes up. And so, so, like, what I like to do is I like to split difference in both not put them through the washer very often, but also not spot clean them. And it's great because they're dark blue, so you can't really see stuff on them. Uh, so, and like, it strikes me as very strange, like, like the, the other clothes I wear. So, so like, it's not like I have nasty jeans, like, you know, let, let, you know, we're still establishing a relationship here. You're still getting to know me as a person. Rest assured, um, my, my, my pants are not covered in nasty stains. They do not smell bad. Um, but like, that is kind of amazing because like when I try to wear other clothes, like they get dirty so fucking fast like i'll put on like any sort of light colored t-shirt and it'll uh it was like like it'll be like an hour like, like i'll be like oh this seems like a nice like you know white uh, uh sort of checkered button down like this seems like a, a cool thing to wear and then it's like you know in the in the course of 17 minutes all of a sudden like i'm in a car like reclined in the front seat eating a burger like eating a fast food burger like sort of levitating over my chest and there's just like grease coming down I was like oh so I guess that this shirt is ruined forever okay cool um and and I, like I just I mean I have notoriously bad impulse control and also notoriously bad posture when eating burgers I guess but um it just <laughs> I just don't understand how I get away with wearing jeans and how I get away with wearing the same, uh, the, the same garment for so many days in a row. Like it feels like a superpower and like, it's get, gotten me thinking like, like we're missing something here. Um, 
like why can't we just have like an entire kind of exoskeleton of denim that we sort of put over our bodies that is like dark so you can't really see stains on it and it seems to have this magical ability to repel all but the most uh onerous stains and and and, and like i could get really into that i think like like i i would i would love to just sort of have like a thick denim layer of armor against sort of the slings and arrows of 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 existence um and as i talk about this i think i just like accidentally like invented the jean jacket like but 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 yeah so I guess this is so, so, but like I digress, we're getting away from the topic of pants and talking a little bit about material of denim. And now we're getting to like a, a segment that I like to call, there's still two minutes left on the clock and I've kind of run out of things to talk about. Um, so let's see what else is going on with me. So I guess um, it is Monday. I don't work Monday mornings. And um, as a result, somewhat ironically, I am not wearing pants. Uh, that feels a little bit intimate to be sharing with my audience at this time. Um, but, you know, there it is. Like, this is all about vulnerability. This is all about us getting to know each other in a really genuine way. And so, yeah, you know what? I'm recording a podcast without wearing pants. Um, other pants-related things that are in my brain. It. <laughs> um, another thing that I thought was funny when I was, like, 20 years old is the fact that in Britain, pants means underwear which again half remembered so might not be true i know that they call them trousers which i think is a great word you know i'd really like to bring trousers into the american mainstream um and uh you know in conclusion if i can drag this out for another minute i think you know what as much as i enjoy sort of the 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 sort of rebellion that I'm engaging in by wearing these workmen's pants uh, and as much as I'd love them to cover every inch of my body so I'm impervious to mustard uh, you know what I'd be willing to try some other pants you know I have a pair of khaki pants which I wear you know about once a year when I am a fancy boy um, and but you know what I think I'm ready to branch out guys like what about corduroy what if I wore green pants like, am I the type of person that can pull off green pants? I, I see people, especially women, wearing pants that are colors. And it just feels so scandalous. Like, maybe this is my next frontier. Like, maybe this is, like, you know, speaking of culture bending, maybe I just come into work one day and it's like, I'm wearing, like, pants that are made of fucking velvet. And, yeah, pants that are made of velvet. 